0: God hallelujah go ahead and clap your hands to the lord and have a seat amen to those of you that are uh, probably uh, asking ano ba yung egr baka hindi niyo nabasa na no kanina encounter god retreat that's what it means so we will have a lot of those things and definitely one good way to win souls is to invite them to church yeah i got saved because somebody invited me to a church service like this and many of you probably can have the same Testimony. And let that be the same testimony that your family members, friends, office mates will say, uh, I met the Lord Jesus at beginning His Church in Makati. And by the way, we also have resumed our Sunday services in Sukkot. Uh, a month from now, Sunday services in Malibay. Hallelujah. And then the Lord will open up. How many of you believe the Lord will open up even new frontiers, right? Uh, to go where no man has gone before. Parang Star Trek lang yan, okay? Uh, pero Star Wars ang ano ko eh. Pero okay na rin. Pero, <laughs> praise God. Pare-pare <laughs> lang tayong star. Okay? But say, say to someone near you, you're a winner! Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, amen, amen. Uh, 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 ano na panalun ko Loto? Hindi, hindi. We are gonna win souls. We are gonna win souls for Christ. So again, our theme for this year, restoration, and expansion and every week by the way you will hear one of our pastors today was pastora ana next week in the weeks to come you'll have our other pastors share the ministries that uh that the church does so that you can discover where you will fit and where you can be part of and participate in the work of god you know no person no one person can do it by ourselves it is the entire church doing it together amen So restoration and expansion and in particular today we will examine one of the Psalms of Ascent or the Songs of Ascent. These are 15 Psalms from Psalm 120 to 134 but we will examine only one of them today. The Songs of Ascent are a collection of 15 Psalms that were traditionally sung by Hebrew pilgrims who ascended the uphill road to Jerusalem to attend annual festivals in the temple. Now, what happened was there was the Babylonian captivity. It happened around 586 BC. Babylon, which is modern-day Iraq, so the ancestor of Saddam Hussein, attacked the nation of Israel and uh, burned down the city, tear down the walls, and destroyed the temple, carried off uh, the articles of the temple, and exiled a lot of the people. Many of them died, but many of them were exiled also to the other parts of the Babylonian Empire. The Babylonian Empire is one of the largest empires of, in ancient days. Extends all the way to the west and to the east. And then what happened was, eventually they fell down to the Persians. Persian Empire is modern-day Iran. Iraq okay. Iran. This is like, even before Christ was born, Iraq and Iran were already at war with each other. So, King Cyrus of Persia, when he came into power, he allowed the Jews who were exiled all over the place to go home, to go back to Jerusalem. Many of them did, led by Zerubbabel, Ezra, Nehemiah, but a lot of them stayed. A lot of them stayed in the different parts of the empire. And so, what would happen was, because the temple was now so far, Right? So on the Sabbath, usually, they'll go to the temple, they'll worship, they'll offer their sacrifices, etc. But now they're all the way out there. What's going to happen? Remember during the pandemic, many of our, even our own church members got displaced. Right? So they had to go to the provinces, to Bulacan, up north, and even down south. And we were wondering, how, how can we reach them? Thank God for online ministry, Right? So even those of you that are watching online right now, thank you for participating. But guess what? During that time, there was no online ministry. Okay? There was no online ministry. So what happened was, wherever they were situated, they built synagogues as a house of worship. Why? So that they can keep learning the law, so that they can sing the Psalms about the coming Messiah. And they can hear the prophecies of the prophets. So everywhere on Sabbath, they don't have to go back to Jerusalem because it's so far. But every two or three times a year, they will make a pilgrimage because those are the festivals in Israel. And they would come and they composed songs. It's hindi boring yung pilgrimage. They composed songs so while they're walking from wherever they're coming from, some of them as far as Persia, Iran, because that's where they were displaced traveling hundreds of kilometers back to Jerusalem. How can they keep themselves from uh, just falling asleep or quitting? Say, this is too far, you know. They wrote songs. And they sang those songs. And as they sang it all the way to the temple, one of those psalms is Psalm 126 that we will look into today. So let's examine Psalm 126. When the Lord brought back His exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. Oh, I I can't believe it happened. Parang lang, You know, have, have, has somebody ever tried to do this to you in the past? If, if something good really happened and they couldn't believe, maybe I'm just confused. Maybe it's not true. So, but it is true. It's like a dream. He said, when we were filled with laughter when we sang for joy and the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. And then they said, yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy! Can you turn to someone and tell them, the Lord has done amazing things for you, huh? The Lord has done amazing things. Wow! The Lord has done amazing... You look good today. Some, tell someone near you, look good today, huh? Yeah. You're, you're, you're the handsomest that I have seen in all of this time. You, you know, even though I still see half of your face because of the mask, but the half of you looks really good. Okay? The half of you looks really good, but I bet the other half is even better. Wow! Alright. That's oh, ganyan lang yan. Uh, Psalm 126, verse 4. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Today we declare that for the rest of this year will be a season of restoration. Wow! Tell someone in you, we are entering a season of restoration. Go ahead and tell them. We're entering a season, not a day, not a week, not a month, a season, right? A season of restoration. Let us pray. Lord God, let our hearts be good soil where the word of God will be planted and it will grow, bear fruit, and it will benefit not just us. It will have such a wide reach that others will be blessed through our lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. so let's examine again this verse this passage now, verse by verse. When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. so So this psalm is written after the exiles were already going to go back to Jerusalem. When the Lord brought them back, I can't believe it. remember that it, it happened around five eighty six when they were exiled. And decades would pass and they would cry out to the Lord wherever they were exiled. Some of them, their families were separated. It's very similar to situations, for example, recently in Ukraine. Families were separated, right? Some remained. Some had to leave to escape. So that was the situation right there. So the ones who were left behind were longing for their relatives to be able to come home. The ones who were exiled were longing to come home as well. And every day, every week, every year, they're asking, they're praying, they're longing. And then finally, it happened when the Lord brought back the exiles. It was like a dream. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. How many of you? There was something that you were praying for, asking for, and you were almost giving up. Finally, it happened. What was like the initial burst of energy? Like, Yahoo! And like that, right? You're waiting for something to happen. Yes. Finally. Yan, yeah, nangyari na nga. Sabi sa'yo, nangyayari. Duda ka duda eh. Kaya tapikin mo yung katabi mo. Don't doubt. Huh? Don't doubt. See, I told you eh. I told you. So, so the psalmist spoke of that time of longing for the deliverance from captivity. And then it happened. The result was exuberant joy. Now, in their case, the captivity was literal. They were literally made captive by Babylon. But in our modern day, it's probably not the case, right? But we are still in some kind of captivity. Some of us may be a spiritual captivity, a bondage to sin. How many of you are familiar with this song? "Gusto kong bumait, pero di ko "Gusto kong bumait, pero di ko Try try naman, it's not it's not for lack of effort. It's like you're really trying, but for whatever reason. The book of Hebrews talks about it's like this sin that so easily entangles. You're always trying to get out of it, but somehow that's spiritual captivity. The other is mental captivity, anxieties, fears. The pandemic brought up a lot of that, right? You, you can barely get through the day without worrying and fearful about what was going to happen. Then you get to the evening, finally, you want to rest. You can't rest, you're restless. Things are still running in your head. And what about tomorrow? What about tomorrow? And so you can't sleep. Finally, you wake up in the morning, you're ready to face the day. Kailang grabbing naman yung migraine mo. Di ka eh. you know. So, all of that fear and anxiety is wearing you down. And then emotional captivity the hurts, the pains, the betrayals that has happened to us. And we carry that with us still. You know? And how many of you have ever experienced this? You're actually having a great day, a good day. And then you remember the person. I was actually having a good day. It was fun. And for whatever reason, the trigger ka Why? Because you saw something, it reminded you, you know, and all of that. And we say to ourselves, nipinatawad ko na." hmm Bakit parang feeling fresh na fresh pa rin? The wound still feels fresh. Because a fresh wound, when you touch it, you react, correct? Because if it's already dry, there's nothing there. In fact, the strongest skin in your body is the one that had a wound before and it healed. That's actually the strongest part of your skin. So if it's like, that means it's still fresh. That means you really have not yet surrendered that pain to the Lord, right? Ay, sabi niya, parang ako And then physical captivity, you're always sick. Sometimes your part of your body, the sick, is here and then it transfers there. It just transfers. My gosh, I'm never healed. It's like umiikot lang yung sakit, you know? The, how many of you used to be, it was perfume, now it's cutting. Okay. That is like your favorite ointment of all. Okay, Before, I, eh, nagtataka ko bakit nawala na, na out of stock yung salompas na roll-on. Kasi yung, yung salompas na plaster, mahirap. Mahirap eh ganun eh. Yung roll-on, mas madali. Ewan ko ba bakit? request kung may kakilala sa Mercury, pakirequest nga sa kanila ibalik yun. <laughs> mas madali yung roll-on kesa yung ipa-plaster mo eh. you know. And then, of course, financial captivity. You're always falling short and so after a while, it becomes a debt. And debt that prolongs becomes death. Why? Because it will eat you up not just financially but emotionally spiritually and in every way. So when your deliverance finally comes, wow, exuberant joy is the result. And what happens after? Let's continue in the psalm. The other nations, they saw it. They said, you know, Israelites, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. And then they testified, yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. So the psalmist spoke of how when God delivers you, it will be in such fashion that others will see it also. And say, you know, there's something different about you, huh? For the past year, you look like somebody who was run over by a pison. You know, a you know, pison. <laughs> That's one of the slowest moving vehicles ever, to plaster the cement, you know. That's how you look every day, you know. And then all of a sudden, they see you. You're glowing. What happened to you? Now it's your chance to testify. Amen. Now is your chance to say, you know what? I almost really literally died, but God rescued me. Now you have a chance to tell them, and the Lord can do the same for you. So when when people say, when the other nation said, you know the Lord has done amazing things in your life? You say, yes, the Lord indeed has done some amazing things. When God does things in our lives to provide, to deliver, to heal, to set free, it will be in such a way others will see it and marvel. I've always wondered about Psalm 23, that portion where it says, you know, that um, God will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I've always wondered about that. Why in the presence of my enemies? Will you invite your enemies to a party? Probably not. You'll invite your family and friends, correct? I mean, let's be honest. Pag birthday mo, sinong ibitahin mo? Yung mga kaaway mo? No? Oh, magpakatotoo tayo. Of course not. <laughs> okay. I want to enjoy my party. I don't want to invite somebody who's who's betrayed me, you know. So, what is that about preparing a table in the presence of your enemies? You know, there are people who want harm to come to you, who wish nothing but not the best but the worst for you. God will display his glory as if to tell those people, This is my child. God is almost putting his hand over us and telling those that are the doubters that are the downers in your life the negatrons in your life sagot ko to anak ko si albert thank you lord you know, i will keep him safe i will protect him provide for him Etc. Amen. Isn't that good, right? So indeed, the Lord has done great things for us. I remember, our, you know, uh, Barbara and I. We've raised our family. We would move from house to house. We would rent. As the rent goes up, we try to look for another place. As uh, the Lord blesses us with more children, dinakasya. So we will try to look for a bigger place. And then finally, ang hira ikot ikot, Lord. We began to really pray that God will give us our own. We don't have money for our. We could barely pay the rent. You know, we didn't have money for our own. But then a, parang a seed of faith and a seed of a vision came into our lives. and We're going to do it. We're going to step out in faith. And God provided for us. And the person who built our house is the person who built the Word for the World sanctuary, the uh, Lighthouse Sanctuary in Alabang, the New Life Church in Alabang, and many others. And he, he testifies. He passed on and went to the home to the Lord last year. But he would testify to other pastors who have that longing to have their own home. Say, uh, Tito Bert, do you think it will happen? And he will say, yes, it can. Look at what Pastor Albert, we built their house because the Lord provided for them. And true enough, that house has been a blessing to us. So verse 4, restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Interesting. The Lord already did a restoration in verse 1 to 3. Now the psalmist is turning towards the future from a testimony of past deliverance. Now he utters a prayer for a future brand new move of God. And isn't it true? All of us here have a testimony of something good in the past, correct? One year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, the Lord has done that. How many of you are still facing new challenges? And you're still asking God to do it again and again and again. Yes. So the psalmist is saying the same thing. Thank you, Lord, for what you did before. But I'm believing for a brand new season of restoration. Amen. Amen. So if the Lord has answered all these prayers in the past, believe that God will answer more prayers in the future. God has done amazing things before. He'll do it again because you face new challenges, new problems, new difficulties. It will require new grace, new mercy, new miracles, new provisions from the Lord. And then you can testify again and again. Para yung testimony mo is not loma na. The Lord did this to me 10 years ago. Well, what about the What has the Lord done for you lately? Right? So that you can have a fresh testimony all the time. And the psalmist, when he says this, is hopeful and faith-filled that the same God who did it in the past will do it again. God does not change. Same God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David, Isaiah, everybody, and the New Testament, same God still with us today. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Really, Lord, you'll do it for me, but 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 look at me. I'm like this. I'm like this. Listen, God knows you more than you know yourself, and God has already factored in your foolishness. God is not shocked by your foolishness. God is in heaven. Is not saying, "I ko itong si Louie, eh, napakabait. Hindi pala. <laughs> Alam nani Lord John. <laughs> Ahal tong Albert faithful, hindi pala. Alam ni Lord John. Alam ni Lord the foolishness that we will do even for the future, and yet God still chose you. Isn't that amazing? That God's love for you is not based on who you are, but who you can become in Christ, and not on your all your past junk, but on the future glory that awaits you. And that's for all of us. That's for all of us. I used to think God could never ever use me. You know. Uh, I always like to tell jokes and all. And most of the preachers that I grew up with were so serious, I could barely smile. <laughs> and I'm trying to hold it in. <laughs> and then I realized, Pwede naman pala gamitin ni Lord, mas kinaganito ako. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and then of course, I would somehow, the Lord would place me in positions where uh, I would come after a foreigner. So in Lighthouse Alabang before it was an American. Now with Pastor Dennis, a Canadian. But Lord But canona, poor foreigner, you know. And and every now and then I would hear a comment. In the past, you know, I would I remember the first day when I was installed as senior pastor. This was in Alabang, and a person whom I knew really close in the church said this to me immediately after the service. Immediately after, kay install ko Pastor Albert, kaya that, that was the question to me. It was like, <laughs> you know, I was like crushed. You know, oh my gosh, you know, kaya ko kaya, Lord. But somehow I turned that question around. And, kaya ni Lord. Kaya ni Lord. Amen. Whatever it may be. And so, Pastor Anna shared about all of these ministries, and you part of you is like, you know, I want to participate in that. Pero kaya ko ba? Ang sagot, kaya ni Lord. Kaya ni Lord. But He needs your participation. Amen. So Psalm 126 verse 5, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. So the psalmist is making a bold declaration that his tears are not in vain. His cries will turn into joyful praise. Let me ask you, how many of you have ever cried about something or someone in your life that really absolutely crushed you? I mean, not just yung naluluha-luha, huh? I'm talking of tears. Yung talagang bumabagsak ang loha mo. And you're wondering, Lord, where are you? Do you see these tears? Do you hear my cries? Do you care? And the answer is yes. The psalmist is confident. God heard your cries. He saw your tears. He collects those as if a, a legacy that this person's prayers was so serious, they cried literally buckets of tears. And God heard it. Amen. But there's also a connecting principle. The principle of sowing and reaping. You cannot reap if you do not sow first. You cannot harvest if you do not plant first. Any farmer will tell you, "I planted, that's why now I have a harvest." You will never meet a farmer standing on top of the field and saying, hindi ako magtatanim ngayon taon, pero by December may anihin ako." You will never meet such a farmer that will refuse to plant and expect a harvest. It does not exist. Try going to a bank where you don't have a bank account begin yung pera. Okay. You have to plant in order to harvest. You have to deposit in order to withdraw. And planting season are difficult seasons. Would you agree? It is hard. Those of you that have reached a level of success in your life, all of you will testify that was not easy. People think it's easy. No, it's not. They don't know all the hours spent behind the scenes and rejection after rejection, failure after failure, until something clicked. So don't ever judge a person saying, dali easy ng buha. No! It's never easy. You just don't know all the seasons of blood, sweat, and tears that went into it. Hard work, but it is also rewarding and fruitful. Amen? It is worth it. It's filled with seasons of testing, patience, and perseverance. But hang in there because the harvest is coming. The harvest is sure to come. Psalm 126, the ending. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. The psalmist speaks a spiritual truth. We plant a seed, one seed, but we reap a harvest more than one. They weep as they go to plant their seed, one sila because this is the last. This is the last. But then what's happening? They will sing as they come back because they're already carrying a bundle. Wow. Isang seed, kapalit bundle. Sino siya gustong ganun in your life? Plant a seed, get a bundle. So can you imagine if you plant more seeds? Then you get more bundles, correct? Because of the uh, principle of multiplication. When you plant one, you harvest a lot. In every seed is a tree. And in every tree are many fruits of many seeds. And it just keeps going and going and going. Wow. So look at this last slide that I have. From seeds to sheaves. From weeping to rejoicing. Those who go out weeping, you're really crying, Lord? Ito na, this is it. This is the last one. Carrying seed to sow, they will return with songs of joy, not even one song. Songs. How many of you the Lord has planted a song in your heart to sing? Sometimes it's your own. Na wala sa tono, it does not make sense, does not rhyme, but it's your song, right? Because that's your song in the night of rejoicing. And then there's some but you can you can borrow the songs we sing here. That's why you need to have like Spotify, that is CD lang, you know? Uh, cassette tape, you know, uh, cassette tape and always with a Mongol pencil. Those of you from my generation understands the relationship between a cassette tape and a Mongol pencil, okay? The new generation, they have no clue what we're talking about, okay? <laughs> so, ni Pastor Jeff because we were talking about these banners and, and he was saying na uh, yung Crayola daw niya, 12, 12 crayons. Sabi ko, mayamang ka ako, anim yung crayon ko Six kohol, yung basic lang talaga, you know. But when you bring out just one and weep over it and say, Lord, I deposited this into your kingdom. I pray that you will now give me a harvest. God will. Gives you songs of joy and sheaves to carry with you. Hallelujah. We are entering a season of restoration. How many of you are believing that for yourself, for your family, for your job, your career, your health, and the church? and our church collectively. Let's all stand as our worship team comes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You have endured a season of loss. Now, the Lord will allow you to enter a season of restoration. You have endured a season of planting. You've been planting and planting, and you haven't seen the result. But this will be the season of reaping the harvest. You've endured a season of weeping. You've cried to the Lord about this. Your job, your career, your business, the ministry, something, your family. You've been weeping to the Lord. But now you will enter into a season of rejoicing. Hallelujah. You've endured a season of waiting. How long, O oh Lord? How long will this last? I'm near the end of my rope. But now God is saying, you will now enter a season of seeing the fulfillment of your hopes and your dreams hallelujah you need you want a season of restoration and so today i want to challenge you my friends come to come forward as an act of faith and say pastor i'm one of those that have endured such a difficult season but i want to believe this year will be my season of restoration for myself for my family for my career for my business make your way down here we will sing a song but I want you to not stay behind. I want you to cl- come forward and claim this season to be true for you, for your family, for your job, your business, your career and for our church. Amen. Let's worship the Lord now and just come. Say ako pastor. I don't want to be left behind. I want to be one of those. I want to claim that season for myself in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Okay, mahia. Don't deprive yourself. Say I want this for myself, for my family, for the church. Yes, Lord. We will not be praying for you individually. We will be praying collectively. But stand here and say, I will enter my season of restoration. It is God's word that I stand on. God's word. Come a little bit forward so that we will have space for those. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let this song be your prayer and declaration that the Lord will restore whatever was lost, whatever was broken. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Here I am, O God. Your life is your sacrifice, a living sacrifice.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Can you lift up your hands to God in worship? So I live
1: my eyes to You, Lord,
0: in Your
1: strength. Will I? On
0: to you, Lord. We will not let go of your hand, oh God. I will walk on. worship team will continue singing that song. Here's what I want you to do now. First, whisper to the Lord, whatever it may be, the difficult season that you just went through, say it to God and say to Him in your own way, Lord, I claim Your Word today for myself, for my family, for my career, for our business. Lord, the season of restoration, let it start even now. Let it start even now. In the name of Jesus. And now I want you to place a hand on someone near you and pray that that season will be true for them as well. Go ahead. Just whisper to the Lord, Lord, I pray that my brother in Christ, my sister in Christ, those of you at the back can do the same thing. If you're a family, you can just join hands as a family and say, Lord, I pray a season of restoration is coming to my brother in Christ and my sister in Christ to their job, to their career, to their business, to their ministry, to their family, to their health. Restore them, Lord. Restore them, Lord. Let's sing that song again, JC. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise
1: be to God. Here I am, O God, I break this sacrifice my own So... Lift up your hands now in thanksgiving
0: and worship through the
1: storm.
0: brought back his exiles to Jerusalem it's like a dream we were filled with laughter. We sang for joy. The other nation said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, indeed, the Lord has done amazing things for us and that is why we rejoice. And now, Lord, restore our fortunes, Lord. As streams renew the desert, those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with a harvest with sheaves lord that is our prayer lord god a season of restoration and lord we pray that those sheaves that harvest it's not just financial it's not just physical emotional mental spiritual but lord a harvest of souls lord god we pray that this year will be a harvest of souls lord neighborhoods offices schools communities businesses Wherever we go, we carry with us the name of Jesus and the gospel of Jesus. Allow us, Lord, to bring a harvest of souls into the kingdom of God for your glory alone in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. Hallelujah. Were you blessed? Give someone a hug. Tell them, Hey, I'm glad we were in church today. It was good to be in the house of the Lord today. Can we appreciate our worship team for leading us? Our tech team, prod team, ushers, everyone who served today. God bless you. Next Sunday is about families. Bring your entire family to church. We will pray for all the families in the church. Amen.